Soy Dudes. It's the Hockey Dudes back with another epi. It's been a long time. I feel like every time I'm on, it's been a long time. But to say the least, man, this this hockey season's kind of sucked. This hockey season has ki- kind of sucked. Not like big time sucked, but just like little time sucked. You know, like the kind of... Um, the kind of suck where it's like it's really good at first, but then you realize it gets like it gets worse midway through. That's what we're at right now. And, you know, I think it could get better. I think this hockey season could get a little bit better. It's just crazy, especially as Blue Jackets fans. Your team started off so good, and now you just kind of you just kind of let two really important games at home get away from you really badly. And just to lay out the the epi for you here, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. It's the new year, first of all. Let's go. Let's, you know, happy 2022. 2022, despite not starting good for the Jackets, is going to be a good year for me and you and us, let's say. It's going to be a good year for me, you, and us all together. We're going to have Tom on. Tom, I feel like it's just like... I can't have a Hockey Dudes episode to start the new year without Tom. Tom's got to come in. He's got to give his thoughts on 2021, and then he's got to give his thoughts on what 22 is going to be like. Plus, you know, old Tom always gives good hockey insight. More of a guest nowadays than a co-host, but state of the Hockey Dudes, the state of where I'm at. Um, also, yeah, credit me. Good job doing a daily Hockey Dudes podcast, only posting once a month. That's great out of me. We'll keep it up. We'll do a little bit better here. It's been a busy time, time of the year, I think, this past December was for me. But I have had a lot of thoughts, and I'm ready to just lay them out on the table. And we'll start with where this Jackets team has been going for us the last two games. Now, the Jackets did end 2021 with a nice little dub against the Preds. It was a, you know, that was the game before New Year's Eve. So on December 30th, it was the first game after the long break. Predators were coming in. They didn't have Roman Yossi. Okay, so I automatically, when when the Predators don't have Roman Yossi, who is by far their best player, you just look at it and just say, okay, this is a broken Preds team coming in. But still, it's the Preds, and the Preds have been hot. And the Preds really kicked the Jackets' butt the last time they were down there. So, you know, Preds are a Western Conference team, so you only play them twice a year. First time, Jackets were down there, got their butts kind of kicked. So here come the Preds to our building. After a long COVID break, the the Preds' loss that the Jackets took down there, I think kind of started the whole trend of, okay, maybe the Jackets are going to be bad. I think at that point, that was right around when the Jackets were 12-4, and four, and that huge beatdown kind of started this spiral of, just a lot of L's. <laughs> just it's been a lot of L's, a lot of L's on the road. I can't remember the last time the Jackets got a road win. Was it against? I think it was against the Kraken in mid December. So it hasn't been that long. But just in general, the Jackets haven't played great on the road. They've kind of built this little nest here at home. Every time they're at home, you know, nice and nice and cozy in Columbus. That's you know, Columbus goes. Columbus is cozy, right, for the Jackets. It may not be. The loudest barn in the arena. It is. It does get pretty loud, but, you know, and it got loud again in that night against the Predators. Jackets won. Nice little comeback effort. Alexander Texier hit his little, his little, sweet, 
his little like little like you know dangle and tweet right between the legs. He hit that. That was awesome. That you know, good things looking up. Okay, maybe you got this break out of the way. All these L's that you took in Canada, push them aside. This is a new team, new year. Let's go. Let's end twenty twenty one with a dub. Let's go into twenty two looking hot. And you got a matinee game against the Canes on Saturday. The Canes, of course, a Metropolitan Division team, a very good team, a very good Metropolitan Division team, and good good test for the Jackets. The Jackets should have fresh legs. Yes, they did play two nights ago, but for the most part, coming off a big break, just got a win, getting some confidence going. And what a better way to start off the game than just scoring four goals. Yeah, let's just let's just be up on the Canes for nothing. That sounds fantastic. I love that. And, you know, you know, maybe you know, and with a rookie goaltender and Daniel Tarasov, he's in the game. And at this time, the game was going on. It was one o'clock on on uh, New Year's Day. So a lot of people were sitting around, maybe getting ready for some like Rose Bowl festivities, you know, get, gathering the picking out the uh, the what am I talking about? The tablecloth, setting it over the table with little roses or little Buckeye leaves on it, getting ready for their big Buckeye party. And the Jackets game is going on in the background breaking the leaves in the backyard. I guess it's winter, but I mean, at that time, or no, it was really rainy on January 1st. So you are cleaning the gutters out, you know, making sure all the leaves are out of the gutters so you don't just overflow water. And you just kind of can peep inside in the window and jackets are four, they're up four nothing late in the second period. And you're like, oh, boys, we are buzzing. The vibes are great here in town. Buck's going to get it done later. This feels good. And I was actually producing the show for Anthony Rothman, who was doing his, you know, little tailgate show. And Anthony Rothman, huge Jackets fan, right? So he's got the game on TV. It's a little awkward, right? A little weird doing a radio show during the day and the Jackets being on TV. But, I mean, hey, you're not going to not watch the game while you do a radio show. You're going to have it on. And the Jackets go 4 nothing, And I think it was a shorty, too. The Jackets, like... They had survived a lot of Carolina power plays, and then they go on the penalty kill up 3 nothing. and I think they got a shorty to go up 4 nothing. And it's like, oh, my gosh, nothing's going to go wrong with the Jackets today. But you still had this in the back of your mind. A lot of the, a lot of the games since the COVID break, it was like a – I think it was a one-week game in between time where there was NHL games and then no NHL games and then NHL games coming back. Those first few games – that they were playing again were just like the over was just getting slammed, like over five and a half goals every single game. And, you know, it's against the Carolina Hurricanes. So even if, even all that aside, like you just knew, like the Carolina Hurricanes could put up a lot of goals a lot of fast. So to get that fourth goal, Anthony actually said to me during the break, you know, that was that was a huge goal that they just got because I do not like this team being up 3 nothing. They scare me. And then Carolina ripped off two goals late going into the uh, intermission. But hey, you're up four to two going into intermission. You, you gotta. I don't know. I didn't. I just. I, I was still confident at that point. I don't know why, but I was weirdly still confident, even though the Jackets were basically getting doubled in shots. I just thought, okay, they cut the lead in half, but you're still going into a third period up four to two. And whenever you have had the chance to get shots on goal, you've been scoring. Anti Ranta came out of the game, whether it was for injury. I don't actually, I did not, was not listening to the broadcast, obviously, because I was producing a radio show. 
But whether it be because he was injured or because Ron Brindamore just took him out because he was getting, he was just a Swiss cheese in that against the Jackets. I mean, Zach, the first goal that Zach Rensky scored, little backhand muffin. It was a total backhand muffin. It was a great move to get inside down low, but backhand muffin. You probably should have had it. And oh, and then Texier. Texier has been great this year, man. I think I was talking, yeah, I was talking with Anthony about it in the break. Texier has been at least a shining star that you've had this year. And you're on a field of kind of a lot of, a lot of poop field of a lot of poop. Texas is shined pretty bright consistently throughout the whole year. And his little, he just launched the puck. Probably one of the best pass I've ever think I've ever seen made by a blue jacket. And it was kind of, you know, uh, an appetizer to what you saw later in the day with, uh, the Buckeyes. But I mean, Texas just launched it over two hurricanes to Gustav Nyquist and he scored, and, you know, so anyway, Ranta comes out of the game. Frederick Anderson's in the game. You just thought, okay, going into the third period, Jackets are going to get some, they can get a couple more insurance goals and sit on this lead a little bit. But then coming out of the game, coming out of the locker room, rather, you see Elvis warming up in between the net. And you're just like, what's going on? Where's, where's Daniel? Where's Tarasov at? What happened? And I, and then I think Anthony actually said to me, you know, I this is good for us. Like Elvis, your your vet is coming into the game in a game where the Canes kind of got a couple goals to and I, at first I was like, okay, did we pull Tarasov because Brad Larson's trying to preserve this lead? That doesn't seem right. It's not like he gave up the lead. And no, Tarasov was hurt. Lower body injury. Don't know what the update on that is. Of course, it's the typical, you know, <laughs> what half of the body is it on? Okay, lower body injury. That's fantastic. And then the Canes scored seven goals. No, the Canes scored five goals, but that made it seven unanswered goals by the Jackets. Uh, Elvis gave up four in the third period. He was just, he just, there was at one point where the Jackets were up four to three. The Canes had gotten their first goal, and I said to Anthony during the break of one of the shows, I'm thinking about betting on the Canes regulation here because they're just snapping it around. I've never seen a more confident team that they're going to get the rest of the goals that they needed. And they did. They got the rest of the goals. They need something about a matinee game on the road against a team. That's kind of not in it. A lot of young guys, you just knew, okay, these guys are going to, and they did, they won the game. And yeah, again, seven straight goals scored by the Canes, the blue jackets blew a four goal lead. And now you sit to yourself and realize, okay, maybe this is how it's going to be the rest of the year. This, this was bad. This was very, very bad. Then you come out the other night, Tuesday night, against the Lightning, and you think to yourself, all right, uh, probably the same thing is going to happen here, but just maybe the Blue Jackets will surprise me. And, you know, I didn't think that. I didn't bet that. I actually, for the first time this year, bet against the Blue Jackets, and I bet on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Now, me, big brain me, know that the Tampa Bay Lightning have played close games on the road kind of a lot. They haven't really covered a lot of puck lines, so I just did a simple small little bet on them money line to win half my money back, and it hit. I wish I would have bet on the Bolts minus a goal and a half. Tommy bet on the Bolts minus goal and a half, and the Jackets got absolutely blown out. It was a 7-2 game. I was actually out to dinner with my wife, and I had the night off, and she looked at me and she said, I'm surprised you didn't suggest let's go to the Jackets game on your night off. And I said, babe, the Blue Jackets stink. 
And she was like, oh, I told you that at the beginning of the year. I told you the game that I went to. They were just taking too many shots. I'm like, first of all, babe, you told me that the Blue Jackets stunk on night two when they beat the Seattle Kraken in overtime. And that night was amazing. I was there, too. I showed up for the third period of that game. That night was amazing. The Blue Jackets do not suck. They are not bad. They were, they are bad now. Now they, now they stink and now they're bad. So yes, I, her take is correct, but at the time, yes, we all knew that this was going to happen, right? We all knew at some point kind of felt like the tables would turn and the blue jackets would start to slide down. Now they've slid. It's been an avalanche really. It's been, it's been a, it's been an avalanche of L's and it's been bad. And, uh, yeah, I'm not really excited about where this thing is going to go because now you play. New Jersey in a back-to-back. I guess I guess it is a little bit of a, it is a little bit convenient that you did play two Stanley Cup, two real, real Stanley Cup contenders in the Lightning and Canes back-to-back games. Now you turn around and you play the Devils, and the last time they played the Devils, the Jackets won on the road. But again, you're getting outscored fourteen to six in your last two games, basically fourteen to two since you were up four nothing on the Canes. It's been bad, man. It's been bad. And Corpy's trade value has gone down after this game. But, you know, I'm not going to look at it and say this is a Jackets thing because there have been a a lot of goals scored all across the league. You know, that's just nothing you can really do about that. But, yeah, I'm going to hold my thoughts. I'm going to bring Tom on, old Tom. I'm going to call him up, and we're going to get into this thing a little bit more here because, of course, old Tom always points out things that I miss, so... Why not have my better half of the hockey dudes come on here? All right, it's that time. It's that time we welcome you all into 2022. Bring in old Tom. Tom, he's been on the podcast for every single first episode of the year. So I have to keep Last, that, I have to keep that going. Two years, two years ago didn't work too well. No, we had well. Actually, we were pretty accurate with our prediction. When you think about, we were, <laughs> we but were, we were, but we did keep saying we were hoping we were going to be wrong, and we weren't. No, we were dead right. So I hope we're oh. we're wrong about whatever bad take we make tonight. The the oils are dead, by the way. Good. I need them to be dead. We we bet the we both bet the Leafs tonight, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feeling pretty snazzy about the Leafs. So, yeah, that's going on right now. Tom, what is the score update? Uh, one nothing. Tavares. Oh, no. It might have been Nylander. Oh? One of the two. Uh, it's one nothing Leafs. It was all Nylander. Love that. I absolutely love that. Tom, speaking of betting, you were on a Schmedium heater last night? Five, four, five, four, five, 80%. 80%. That'll get you in the Hall of Fame last time I checked. <laughs> 80% will get you in the sports gambling hall of fame. That is for sure. The writers hall of fame. That's the problem is okay. So I brought this up, you know, yes. Do I want attention on me because of this? Yes. I'll be out front. I was shammered new year's Eve and I left the writers chat. Just not enough winners. Yeah. There just haven't been enough winners. I've been waiting for the text saying, Hey, Hayden, please come back in. Please. Nobody text me. Nobody texts me asking me to be in. I, I would appreciate that. Don't bother me. I, I don't want to be in, so don't beg me to. 
No, you took yourself out of the game. I'm not asking you to come back in. That's up to you. Yeah, that would really, that would please. Nobody asked me to come in. I don't, I don't want to be back in. It pissed, it pissed me off if I was added back into the chat. I soberly, I drunkenly made a decision that soberly I agree with. Don't add me back in. No, if you're gonna take yourself out of the. If you are going to Antonio Brown yourself, I'm not taking you back in. Good, because I don't want to be back in. You, you Antonio Brown yourself. <laughs> I was so disappointed. So for those who don't know what we're talking about, real quickly, we have this group chat of gamblers. Well, Tom has this group chat of gamblers. I don't. <laughs> I don't have a group chat of gamblers. Wait, are you not in it? Anymore? I'm not in it. I left. I told you. Damn, I didn't know. Like. It, you were still out. I was shammered the night that I left because I bet on Michigan. We, I've money. been money line. <laughs> bet on Michigan money line. So it. much money. 50 bucks. 50, 50 bucks. Well, it's because I put 20 on the money line and then somebody, I was a bookie for another guy who took Georgia's spread. So I was kind of like, okay, just. Venmo me and I did not place the bet because I just wanted to double down, you know? Wow, you're an awful bookie. Awful bookie. Well, no, I'm a great bookie for him, for my buddy. Awful. But he wanted bread. He would have won money. He What? Yeah, he did, did win money. Did? I, I sent him money. I lost incredible amounts of money on New Year's Eve. And because I gave out the worst pick of 2021, I was, and I was multiple holiday drinks in. We did this whole thing where we had like holiday drinks flowing. I left the writer's group chat. I was like, this is toxic. I cannot be giving out picks. I need to be, the picks need to be taken away from me. Yeah, you you needed a timeout. You needed a CO. <laughs> needed a timeout. So now that I've, and I've actually been betting a lot better since I've left. In five days, which I, di- of course, made the New Year's resolution I was going to gamble a lot less. I've gambled more in five days than I probably did the entire month of December. And let's just say I've won a lot of money back, but I've also placed a lot of money yet again on Bama Moneyline in the Natty. Why would you make that New Year's resolution? I don't know. I was shammered. And I was trying, was to, pl- so- I was trying to please you- the wife. You had a really bad night. It was a good night in the sense that for a bad night, it was a it was a bad night to have no no. It was a good night to have a bad night. Let's just say that. Like New Year's You're, Eve. I've had some bad New Year's Eves. That one was not as bad as some other ones have been for me personally. Don't have to get into all of it. Um, well, I'm glad you didn't really take up on your New Year's resolution. I have some other ones. Did you make any New Year's resolutions? Not a one. Okay. You're perfect the way you are. Um, honestly, just never really thought that far. <laughs> so fair. Um, all right, so what's our uh, prediction for 2022? What's our big... Uh, what's our big... Uh, uh, what's the one we're going out on here? Did, what, did we make one last year? I don't know. I actually don't know. But, I mean, we did... All right, so... The biggest prediction that we ever did was that was the start of 2020, January 2020. Mm-hmm. We said 
something's going to happen because it's the roaring 20s. If you look at the 20s and every other century, something big that. happened that changed the world. And Man, then we were right. <laughs> two months, no less than two months later, COVID. So that's an incredible take out of us. Is it our fault? It's absolutely, it's not our fault. It's just that we were seeing the board so clearly. <laughs> we were, I wish we could have. I wish we could have made a bet on that. Yeah, right? Right? What, is it, what do you think the odds would have been that there would have been a global pandemic? I See, we didn't guess global pandemic. That wasn't... I don't think we did. I don't think you can credit us that far. We just said something mm. big was going to happen in the early 20s. We just took a money line. We just took a money line team minus... It was probably like plus... Actually, plus like 120. Was the t- yeah you know like yeah no was minus two hundred and then like yes something big happens was plus one twenty and we took we took a yes we took a yes so um but yeah anyway anyway speaking of COVID Tom I asked you this the other day the driving range and now that I've let you stew on it can you power rank the three COVIDs for me um maybe uh, I'm gonna go first third second okay yeah you do, okay so i went first original COVID. i actually had the same one and number three i had the original COVID. number two i had Om- omicron and number one i had delta i thought delta was the best because it was there but no sports were canceled phase two no we canceled no sports the original COVID, of course, cut out all sports, and then Omicron is, like, cutting out half of sports. So you just hate to see that. Yeah. So I'm glad you're on board in there. Um, score the Leafs game. Is it still one nothing? Yes. Okay. All right, Tom. The... I, I'm Go. not going to lie to you. For a second, I thought about taking minus two and a half Leafs, but I didn't. I only did one and a half. That's probably – I mean, that's probably that's smart. Best, right? That's probably that's smart. For a three-goal win, that's – Watch, it, mean, happen. The Leafs, Watch the Leafs, it happen. The Leafs are just peppering the frick out of the oils. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, should we make one hockey take? Can we make one hockey take for 2022? Do a heat check on us? Who do you think wins the Stanley Cup? Um, shoot. Um, hold on. I got to pull up the standings. I'm. Are you... I don't know about you. Like when someone ever asks me that, I always have to pull up the standings so I can see the whole board of teams because I can never best. think. Yeah, yeah. I uh, just can never put them all. I'll just tell you them. I guess all at the top right now. It's you got. This is not the order. This is just in my head. Bolts, Canes, Panthers, Avs. I'm sure up there. Uh, Leafs. Leafs are big time up there. You think the Leafs? The Leafs, they're not getting out. They're not getting first round. Dude, that would be so bad if they didn't get out of the first round again. That would be so bad. <laughs> happens every year. Happens every year. They're so bad. I was going to say that would be crazy if we did predict, if we somehow distilled our prediction all the way down to the Leafs winning the Stanley Cup in 2022, and then they did, that would be pretty amazing. But we are not, even though we are a typical hockey podcast, we're not going to say that the Leafs are going to win the Stanley Cup. 
Actually, let's predict that the Leafs will not win the Stanley Cup. I think it's fair. Okay. I'm going to go... If I say the Rangers, do you think that's a team that like people really wouldn't think about right now? I think that is a team people really wouldn't think about. Yeah. Because they're so fresh, you know? They're, they're very fresh. Yeah, they they yeah. Like, like they made... They made, they didn't did they make the offs last year? It was a bubble offs. No, no, uh, it was no. not bubble offs. It was a. Uh, they made the bubble offs. They made the bubble offs. They. I'm gonna say they did. They didn't. I don't think they did. Because uh, they got pumped by the Capitals, and then like they fired their entire coaching staff in front of. Yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah. Tom Wilson made them fire their entire staff. Yes, they got punked by the Capitals. They got pantsed by the Capitals near the end of the regular yeah. season. Brought in, they got they got pantsed by Tom Wilson specifically, mm-hmm. not just the Caps. They got pantsed by Tom Wilson and the Caps, and then they brought in Tom Wilson's biggest rival in the league, which is Ryan Reeves. Reeves. They said they gave him a blank check and said, hey, you are playing for us. We cannot get pantsed by Tom Wilson again. And then night one of this season was Rangers caps. And what happened to the Rangers? They got pants. They got pants. But now they're pantsing everybody. (laughs) Dude, but do you think that they have a thing? You think they can get past the caps, though, in a seven game series? I think it's really tough right now to predict one team because it's all so close. And, like, in the Atlantic, like, when it comes to the East, whoever wins both divisions is going to have the best chance. Yes. So why don't we just pick three teams that aren't going to win the Stanley Cup? Because... Right now in the Atlantic, you got the Bolts, the Panthers, and the Leafs. I would that two versus three matchup is going to be brutal. You know what I mean? Like Bolts, Panthers, Bolts, Leafs, or yeah. Panthers. And then right now you got the Rangers, the Capitals, and the Canes. Right. Whoever wins those divisions is going to have the easier matchup. Yeah, yeah it'll probably be. So I think. I actually think the Canes will win the Metro. And I think the Rangers will play the Caps in the first round. I think that that, awesome. I actually think the Panthers will win the Atlantic. They are hot, dude. They do they not. Are. They are so hot. They are so good. And Boob Tits is actually, we got, they're getting Sergio right now. You can bet the over and. About every game they play, and it'll hit 80% of the time. Exactly. Exactly. They're getting Sergio in, in net, too, so they're winning, like, close games. Um, so and then, then on, have, the Weast, on the Weast. On the Weast, nobody's, the hey, n- nobody's winning the Stanley Cup from the Weast. Yeah. Let's just stop there. The, <laughs> nobody's. The, the no. are good. No. You don't think the abs they're are good? They're good. They are good, but they're not winning. That's I would put so much money on them not winning the Stanley Cup. They choke in the postseason just as badly as the Leafs do. 
Like they lose to inferior teams. They lost to they lost to the Stars two years ago. And then last year, did they lose to the Canadians? <laughs> they lost to the Knights. Last year they lost to the Knights, yeah. And the Knights lost to the Canadians. <laughs> That's not a so wee. bad, dude. That's so not bad. One, not one Weast team made it last year. I don't think the Weast I don't think the Weast can hold up. And the Stanley the Cup Weast. playoffs. I just I don't think they can beat any of these teams for the whole shebang, man. I just I kinda believe that. The, the Weast was not represented in the finals last year. Yeah. Think about that. That's tough. And now the and now the Habs are last place. <laughs> Talk about a fall from grace. That's they why. only have eight points on the year. They're seven twenty three and four. That's why I say the Weast like the second best team in the Weast right now is the Preds. The third the best Habs? team in the Weast right now is the Ducks. Nobody's making the, it. No. The the Avs are good. They're eight one and one in their last ten games, and they did have a very slow start to the year. But they got sweeped by the Jackets. They did. They got they sweeped did. by the Jackets. And we stink. And we stink exactly. We stink so bad. I didn't even watch the game last night. That's how much I knew we were yeah. going to win. I said this in the segment before because I just did a segment before, obviously. Mackenzie was like, it was a night off, and Mackenzie was like, I can't believe you didn't suggest us going to the Jackets game on your night off. And I looked at her, and I was like, Mackenzie, the Jackets suck. And we're playing they the Bulls. They're going to get the blown. Oh, man, they're so bad, dude. They're so bad. And, like, here's the thing. I actually still believe that they can end up where I predicted them to be. I I predicted them to be two spots out of the wild card. And I think they can end up there. But the playoffs are long gone at this point. The Bruins have woken up. The Red Wings have caught some more steam again. There's just too many teams. The Wings are not that bad. No. They're not that bad at all, dude. The team that's really started to figure out as much as I hate to say it is the Pens. Yeah. They've been they've been kind of figuring it out all year though, but They've won eight games in a row. <laughs> they, like they start, they, oh, snap. Oh, frick. What, 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 what? The Oils just put up two. No. It's 2-1. No. Did you bet the under? No. Good, good. I think, I, I think, I think that was like a heat check on yourself. Like, it was like a... The over is so obvious in this game, but I was really hot last night. I'm going to bet the under to fade the the fade that I'm about to go on, but I was I feel like yeah. I feel like I kind of talked you out of that a little bit today. Well, well I, yeah, you did, but I did say it was if I was going to do it, it was just going to be a sprinkle. A sprinkle it wasn't yeah. it wasn't going to be a normal bet. Yeah, it yeah. was just going to be like let's see what happens here. Like 2 2 bucks to win like 450. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't do. Well, that's, yeah, again, big of me. yeah, that's big of you to listen to me, who has been really cold at gambling lately. To talk, sometimes you just gotta talk it out. Sometimes you have to talk it out. That's why you texted it to me, because you knew you needed a heat check on. You needed a cool check on your heat check. And what happened to you was, 
I asked, what's everyone doing for the Michigan-Georgia game? And you said Michigan, and everybody else said, yes, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, no one talks. No one talks me out of it. That's small friend group out of that <laughs> small friend <laughs> I'm Again, I don't want to be back in it, guys. Nobody add me back. I really don't want to be in it. I don't miss texting about gambling every second of the day at all. I found other things to do. What? It sounds like you did. No, it sounds like no, you do. no. Don't add me. Don't add. Me, don't add me back. I don't. I don't want to be back in it. Sounds like you want to be back in the writers so I would, bad. I would hate to be a writer again. It sounds like you want to be a writer. It sounds like you want your writer membership back so bad. It's like at Ben's self-hosted birthday party when he's about to ice. He took a knee for 50 seconds and looked around the whole room holding the ice like, please, please no one record me. No one get this on footage of me icing myself. No one one watch me. Please don't, don't pay attention to me. No one iced him. Did anybody ice him or did he just grab the ice himself? Someone had to have iced him. Dude, I didn't see anybody ice him. I think he just, I looked over, and all of a sudden there was an ice in his hand, and he was on a knee. (laughs) It was was a self-hosted party, man. Self-hosted parties. I'm down to go. If Ben has a self-hosted birthday party every year, I'll go to it. (laughs) (laughs) I think it has to be a tradition. Dude, he, he should have a self-hosted surprise party. Uh, Are you what? good? Are you good over there? I think I'm dying. Dude, well, don't die on me, all right? I got I to gotta get out of here anyway, so uh, huge of you to take time out of your night for this uh, very small uh, podcast that we have here. Hey. Every every house starts with a small brick. <laughs> this this house is, <laughs> has had a lot of bricks added to it over the last three years, but just baby bricks, what? man. Just ba- baby bricks. Oh, hey, the jackets are five hundred right now. Yeah, That's exactly. Yep, that they were going to. Yep, it's not about how they got there. It's about the fact that they're there, but, and. But, but, are below the flyers. Brad Larson has sweeped like three Western Conference teams, and he's 4-0 in rivalry games. Well, the big rivalry hasn't been played yet. Oh, no, he's 3-0 in rivalry games. Yes, we haven't played the Sens yet. You're right. No, the other one, the the biggest one of them all. The Craft? We played the Craft. We played the Craft. Oh, it got postponed. It got postponed, but this, but we played game one like way back early in the year. Do you remember? But we haven't finished it yet. We haven't finished it yet. You're right. We still have to finish the craft and the Michael Delzado Bowl. <laughs> didn't he get Didn't he get released from that? He did. Team? Yes, and and he was liking tweets about people wanting him to come back on the team. He was kind of hinting at Yarmo, but Yarmo did not sign him. No, Yarmo's like we suck, man. He's suitcase. <laughs> He said, please, I left some of my things there. Just bring me back so I can get my my stuff. He's like, I'll gladly play here over Ottawa. He's a suitcase, dude. He's an absolute suitcase. All right, man. I'll get you out of here because I have to go run. And uh, I guess just go, go Leafs, go. Yeah. Oh. D- what? I was just going to say, did you also hear that our podcast was uh, – 
was number one in the world and most listened to by dogs. Whoa. I got two dogs with me right now. Yeah, they're big time listeners. They're so, listening live. We I I did a, we did a live show for the, for my two dogs. Nice. Does, do they got anything to say before we get out here? Um, they just say go tell your other dogs. Okay, sounds good, dog. the sound of your own